Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the greatest spectacle is being brought to you with Julie Chewbacca Fairy, Anthony A.J. Lujan, Clifford Red John Miller, and this is Get the K.O. Welcome everybody to your favorite MMA podcast, in your car, currently, and a part of Franken culture, that would be Get the KO. I am your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and as always, I have my lovely co-host, Julie Jubaka. What's up, boo? Now, normally Let's I would have, out. I was going to say, normally I have co-hosts, but it is Anthony's fiance's birthday today so happy birthday Aaron just want to tell you that and with that uh we're gonna go right into what we need to talk about so we really have three big things today um we kind of forgot that bare knuckle fighting was going on sorry <laughs> well <Whoops>. whatever <laughs> it's only the Whoopsie. seventh one right <laughs> you know what we need we need to get a fucking soundboard so we can get that 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 whoopsie like just to play it every once in a while fucking love that shit <laughs> yo mortal Kombat. you know they just released That's night wolf for um mm. mortal Kombat. i'm so hyped sorry no nah, we're good we're good we're good it's okay it's okay it's fighting related okay it's a good adjacent at least it's a fighting game at least we're not talking about like animal crossing or some shit oh so. i love that game no, I do too, but anyways, anyways, <laughs> yay, anyways, back to bare knuckles. <laughs> yeah, so we did have bare knuckles, so it was something that we kind of missed. We'll jump into it, um, but first, I really want to get on with these results from UFC Fight Night 156. Um, yep, yep. So, you guys, um, it did take place in uh, Uruguay. It was awesome. There was a lot of great fights. Uh, we'll just kind of, we'll, I guess, touch on the prelim cards, and then we'll, um, We'll dive deep into the main, the main. cards. Yeah, where the yep. big predictions Sounds were going good. on. Right, right. So let's start us off, right? Uh, Veronica Macedo, uh, Macedo uh, defeated uh, Paulina, uh, Pollyanna uh, Viana by submission in the first round. Um, we had Alex De Silva uh, defeat Rodrigo Vargas, decision 30-27, all three cards. Uh, going to the Bantamweight, Chris Gutierrez uh, defeated Geraldo de Feridas. Uh, this is by split decision. 29-28, 27-30, um, In the flyweight, we had Rodrigo uh, Bontorin uh, defeating Rilana uh, <laughs> Raulian <laughs> Pavia Franzino uh, TKO. This was actually doctor stoppage. Uh, Marina Rodriguez defeated Tisa Torres. Decision. Unanimous, 3027, 3027, 3026. That's kind of a side big note. deal. Yeah, side note. I was a little shocked on that fight. I, I, I with it being Torres, I did. I think I we didn't call that one. I'd have been wrong as fuck. Yeah, I would have been wrong. <laughs> I did not expect that, but I would be straight up. Good job on Rodriguez. She showed out. Yeah, she did. So uh, get your shit. Get get that money. Get that money. Hey. Hey, knock out or get the judges on your side. That's how this fucking game works. Right. <laughs> End uh, the fight or make sure they see you. 
Serlin Gane uh, defeats Rafael Pisano Nunes by submission, arm triangle choke. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, Gilbert Burns defeated Alexei uh, Kunichko by decision 29-28, 29-28, That one that made was, me happy. That was a fun fight, I was going to say. That it made me happy, especially because uh, his bro, right? It was is it? It's his brother, right? The one that just won the contract. Yes, uh, it is. Yeah, and I thought it was I was I I was gonna feel feel bad if it was like not a brother but like a cousin, but and I was like thinking wrong. But yeah, like I mean, he he said on the fight that he needed to to let the Burns family have finish out the week out on top. So hey, get your shit. Good job, bro. Get you some. Get you some. It was a good fight too. It was it was entertaining. You know, oh, what I mean, yeah. it wasn't one. That's sometimes sometimes some of the decision fights can be like, oh, okay, are we done yet? I'm tired. I'm gonna go get some nachos right now. Um, this one what? kept this one kept say, your attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that was a theme for the night because like I don't think there was any fight on this fight card where I was like, I'm bored. I don't want to watch more. Actually, yeah, I take that yeah. back. There was one fight that was like, I'm bored. Like, and even as a as an avid fight fan, I was just like, I'm bored. If you're not gonna engage, don't engage. Just stay on the outside and dance. Which one? We'll talk about him. <laughs> it's on this main card. We'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, let's start us off right. Um, going into going into the predictions, right? It was I was four and two. Anthony was three and three, and you were three and three as well. Yep. Just want to. Oh, I bombed this card. Bombed this fucking card. It's whatever. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I have a theory about this card, and we'll get to it in a little bit. I already stated it earlier on the when we we're talking. So, <laughs> so Enrique uh, Barzola uh, defeated uh, Bobby Moffett. Uh, decision split twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, twenty-seven, twenty-nine, twenty-eight. Um, I actually had this. 29-28 Moffat as well. Um, give you kind of the stats and the breakdowns. Uh, Barzola was 88 of 244, 83 of 239, 3 of 7 for his takedowns. Bobby was 98 of 247, 90 of 236, and 0 for 1 in his takedowns. Um, there were key moments in there where I thought Bobby was landing at a much higher percentage than where um where Enrique was was th- was landing and um it just it looked like in the first two I thought in the second and the third round I thought Bobby did enough to control the fight obviously the judges went the other way um right. but overall this was a great fight and this was a split decision so it really could have bounced either way and and it's these kind right. of fights where we're like damn like I, I really wish I would have gone the other way. But myself and right, Anthony right. actually had Bobby in this fight. You, on the other hand, had, had Barzola. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. It, like I said, I, I have my theory about this card, but I don't know. <laughs> I, watching watching the fight, I totally agree. It could have gone either way, the way they were pushing it. It, was, it literally came down to that last judge at that point, because I was going... Uh, I mean, I can see why you would give it some Moffitt. You know what I mean? Yep. I like those fights, though, when it's close enough to where you're going, fuck, I really don't know. Those ones are fun for me because it means you had two skilled people together and there wasn't a clear 
lopsided fight. I don't like lopsided fights. I hate watching it look like someone got thrown in there with a troll. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, look it. Let's put this piece of meat inside a fucking tank with a lion that hasn't eaten in a week. <laughs> you know? So it was a good matchup. So I like the fight. Yeah, and I'd love to see him run it back. So I'd love to see. Yeah, a, a I, I would two. watch it again. Yeah, oh, I'd yeah. watch a part two of that. Especially um, now that they've been in each other's wheelhouse, they can see what they could do next time to see if it's, you know, another good matchup or was it. Or is it going to be clear to one side or the other next time? Or are we going to get what we got this time amped up to a thousand where we're just watching them like swinging for the goddamn fences, throw each other around or, you know, amped up to 9,000. We don't know. Cause sometimes the second fight actually brings out more in the fighter than the first one did. Or so. sometimes you get, um, a Tyrone Woodley versus Steven Thompson. Hey, they just, hey. they just don't engage. And it's what it is. You watch your fucking whore mouth on that one. <laughs> and I give it. Here's the thing about, like, so side note for this, right? Sidebar this. Yeah. Um, both those fights were great chess matches because obviously Tyrone has a lot of power in his hands. Yeah. Wonder Boy is just, he's just a freak athlete being able to land from everywhere. But um, both times in a fifth round, he got clocked by Woodley and dropped and got back up and battled. So I was very surprised right. that. Obviously, I knew I, Wonder Boy was like, I'm not going to engage. I'm going to be a counterpuncher in this one. Where Woodley's like, I'm going to be a counterpuncher too. And I was like, Right. Oh. If, if this makes sense, the reason why I will, like, uh, with that fight, it was a good chess match. I do agree with that one. Um, but I will eye roll um, up until I turn to Undertaker style because, uh, because of Woodley, the way he was like, Oh, man, it's going to be so good. I'm going to be the shit, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, you was so apprehensive. I was like, is this the same fucking Tyra Woodley that was like bunching people's heads off their shoulder? Is that the same guy? <laughs> so I think that's personally why I kind of go eh, when I hear that fight because I was like, well, I want to see Thompson get tested because if we get like how Woodley was when he was younger, good, and he was like hungry as fuck, but hey, that's not what I got. So as much as I like the chess match, it was still also like, well, it I was, was hoping for a little bit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was good, but it was like, Woodley, you sold this more than what you did. <laughs> so we're going to move up the next card. Yep. So uh, Rodolfo uh, Vieira versus Oscar Pichicoda. Um Just stat-wise, uh, this only went into the second round. Uh, yep. 37 of 62 for total strikes for Vieira. 18 of 39. 3 of 7 for his takedowns. Pichicola, uh, 51 of 76, 22 of 43 for significant strikes. Uh, Vera won this second round submission, arm triangle. Um, you and Anthony actually called this for Pichicola, and I took Vera in this one. So Yeah, but- yeah, it, it's fine. I was surprised when he was getting the submission on, so good at you, bro. Yeah, he got the takedown. Um, he moved yeah. so quick into that side yeah, triangle. Yeah, exactly, and I was fine with losing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I was fine with losing that one because, you know, you're saying the quickness, the way right. it moved in, the, it transitioned so quick that I was like, oh, 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 I'm losing. That's fine. I'm losing. Whatever. As soon as I'm his, losing. yeah, as soon as his back hit and uh, his but, his head went under but, the armpit, I was like, yo, this is getting tight. Right. 
before I forget, I also said the moment I watched him walk out, I put in the group and went, I fucking chose this wrong, this fight wrong. Yep. Like immediately to his music when he walked out, I went, I did this wrong. I knew the moment I saw him went, oh, fuck, I chose the wrong fighter. Well, I'm sorry, Oscar. I don't know why I chose you, though. Like I put that in the group straight out when we were watching the fight. I knew I lost that fight right when his music hit. I was like, oh, Rodolfo's going to win this. You're going to win this one. Oh, well, I lost. And that's fine. I mean, when you look at his record as a fighter outside of take MMA with just his accolades and, you know, um, that's when I went, oh, shit, I didn't fucking evaluate this fight the way I should have. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Well, I should have this better. Oscar went out there and he was still he landed a higher. He percentage. did good. Yeah. Yeah. He did good. It's just I th- like when you have someone that's skilled on the mat, the way that he like, like again, when we talked about the way they transition so quick, when you have somebody that's that kind of deadly weapon like that, they could just be like, Oh, by the way, I'm now a sweater vest out of nowhere. <laughs> um, that's somebody that's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, unless you knock them the fuck out or you get him in something right out the gate, uh, unless you disarm them out the gate, if they find a way to become a sweater vest, they're going to. And that's what happened. He so I'm still trying eye. to figure this one out, right? This next fight. Oh Vulcan, my god, yeah. Ozdemir versus I don't I felt bad. Lear I... Latifi. So let's break this break this fight down. So we had two knockdowns for Vulcan, ninety two one sixty six, sixty four of one thirty seven for significant significant strikes. Latifi was twenty of sixty two, eighteen of sixty, one for five for his takedowns, and he just ate punches. Punches and yep. punches and punches. Got dropped in the second round. Got back up. And I was like, at first I was kind of like, okay, well, maybe he's going to survive. And, like, he wasn't throwing back. And then Vulcan landed, yeah. like, a nasty knee and just, like, finished him. And I was like, damn, Latifi. You just let everybody down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that that I I was I felt like I didn't know what I was watching. Does that make sense? Yep. Like I was watching. I'm like, am I fucking watching Latifi fight? Like, who the fuck is this motherfucker? Like, who's this guy? I, it it seemed like he wasn't in it. No, man. It goes back to something that we always talk about that when you land more significant strikes than the other person throws, you're not winning that fight nine times out of ten. You're not winning that fight. And that's exactly what we right. had here. Vulcan just landed in volumes. And in that second round, and he just peppered the shit out of Latifi. And Latifi went down, right. got back up, had to go back down again. And that was it. Like I, I was really, like I said, I was really surprised that it just looked like Latifi wasn't engaging him anywhere near the way that uh, Vulcan was engaging him. You know what I mean? I was like, um, like, you having a bad day? You got gas or something? Like, is that why you ain't fighting that hard? Like, I i mean, it sounds like I'm joking, but I know that's literally, if they don't feel good, you're not going to put 100% in. It just, it seemed like his mind was elsewhere. And oh, yeah. I don't know if that was just a bad camp, but, or weight cutting went wrong because that's an entirely possible thing, you know, where weight cutting just fucks your weight cut was hard and it emotionally drained you. I don't know what it was, but that was that was a weird fight. Yeah, it was. It 
It was good though for Vulcan. Go job, Ozdemir. Put in a, get another W in the column. You need it. Everybody does. You always, you always need them W's. So it's like you and I picked Latifi, and Anthony was the only one to pick Ozdemir. Which right, he's pretty yeah, and you know he's patting himself on the back on that one. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> Anthony. Yeah, <Jeez>. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> so next fight up. Luis Aguardo uh, Gargorio Gargori. I messed up that last name. Name last name too. Uh, right. This is Humberto um, Benene. Um, so I felt I felt bad. This is the fight that I thought I was going back, and I thought I watched this one. I did it. I straight up like fucked off with my phone or something because I don't remember <laughs> anything except for them calling like who won. Literally, like I can't recall a damn thing about this particular match. But yeah. I can tell you what was on Twitter at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel bad. This, uh, unanimous decision, 30-27, all three going for leg. Uh, yeah. 69 of 120 for total strikes, 65 of 115 for significant strikes, one for him for his takedowns. Uh, Humberto was 59 of 98, 32 of 71, and then 4 for 10 for his takedowns. Um, I had this that way too. I was I was pulling for leg the whole time. Um, I had a thirty twenty seven. Well, you also he controlled. Yeah, this. you also chose him too, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Me yeah, and uh, so. I think you and I chose. No, you went with Herbonto, Herboto. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't. Yeah, I know I chose this. This was a weird one. I didn't give a fuck about this fight. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, two <laughs> fighters. And it sounds rude as fuck. I just didn't care enough. So I was like, whatever. Here you go, Humberto. You got a cool name. <laughs> I think that's where my decision came in. I'm sorry. That sounds so horrible. You're but like, oh, I yeah, was half hearted. There's a wrestling guy with that name. I'm gonna, I'm gonna so take him. That's probably why. That's probably why. I feel bad. It's just for you know, there's there's some people where their careers don't stick with you. Does that yeah. make sense? Yep. That's yep. kind of that's what this was. It was like, oh, okay, punch each other. Okay, cool. Get it in. Someone won. Yay! <laughs> like, let's go to like, this next fight. And let's go just to this next like fight. that, we have to go to the next fight because because so, my theory it changes everything. <laughs> all right, so let's let's break down the stats for this. Right, uh, Luke Keck versus Mike Perry, eighty-five and one eighty, eighty-four one seventy-nine, one submission attempt for Vincent. Uh, 116 of 204, 87 as 175 for significant strikes, 0 for 2 for takedowns for Mike Perry. This fight went split decision, 28-29, 29-28, 29-28, all for the winner, Vincent Lukeg. I had this Mike Perry. I had a 29-28 okay. Mike Perry. <laughs> Mike Perry, well, okay. Mike Perry won. But let's go with the in my that's what I chose, okay? That's what I chose. But let's go with what I had said earlier. Let's be real. We all fucking won. We all won this. I fight. don't give a shit who who you who you chose for your predictions. Motherfuckers, we all won. Anybody that takes their own blood and uses it as a lubricant to get out of a fucking uh, uh, any sort of grip submission or anything you a real gangster <laughs> oh my you, god yes you do real shit you do real shit unless somebody tell you tell me otherwise i'll play that over again be like you ever done that to get out of headlock you ever done that no no shut your fucking mouth you know what i mean i don't give a shit who thought what if you don't look at this fight 
and look at Mike Perry and go, that's a motherfucking G right there, then you just need to stop watching MMA. I'm sorry. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Because Vincent won the fight, but Perry won the fucking heart. I'm sorry. He won the heart. Especially because his fucking nose was fucked after. The pictures are hard to look at. Oh, I... I'll be honest. I showed, uh... I showed my daughter, Mike Perry. Oh, face. you're that horrible. Did she have nightmares? No. Well, so I showed her, and she was just like, <laughs> I was like, shit, I was doing that. Like, I kept, like, wincing away, and then, like, I was successfully not seeing it, and then I went on Twitter, and then it was just, like, a row of Mike Perry's face, and I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, I'm never getting away from this thing, because I successfully was able to, like, look away. You know what I mean? Like, because when it's TV, you can go, oh, that's fucked up. Uh, is he off TV? All right, cool. That's fucking nasty. You know, we've done it with cuts, you know, when, they, when they're when fucking foreheads talking or whatever. And you're like, oh, I'm going to wait till the top of my screen. That's a little rape. I ate dinner too recently or whatever the reason is. But every time I was like, oh, man, that's like Owen Wilson times a thousand going on with your nose. I got to look away. Then it, all of a sudden Twitter was like, hey, look at my fairy's fucked up face. Mike Perry's got a messed up face. Look at it. 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 So, goddamn. My question is, who had a worse looking nose, Mike Perry or John Cena? Oh, <laughs> that's for our really? wrestling for our wrestling crossover fans. Y'all know exactly Bitch. what we're talking about. Bitch, that's you know what? I'm gonna be straight up. I'm gonna look up that motherfucker picture right now because I need to know. John Cena broken ass. I should probably not. Put broken ass nose. That's probably not going to get me what I need. <laughs> By the way, y'all, Google no flat out Mike Perry. Mike Perry is worse. I'm looking at the picture of this. <laughs> John Cena's nose still looks like a nose. Mike Perry's. You just go. Is that a face? Like flattened into his into his Mike face. Perry, I gotta see this fucking broken nose. I'm literally like, I'm gonna put him in the group so you so you can see this picture. Uh, but like you'll see the John Cena, yeah, no John Cena's face, <laughs> like he, oh my he god, so I forgot mad, about man. this dog. Literally, <laughs> oh my god, why is this on my? Uh, so uh, for you guys who don't know about uh, the Mike Perry fight, just want to talk about this really quick. Yeah, Vincent Lukic landed a nasty left hook on the button, and he initially broke. Mike Perry's nose in that second round. I don't know if you know that or not, but that was something that really happened. Oh, yeah. It wasn't until it was the third quick. round where Vincent threw a knee and it connected with Mike Perry's face where it just shattered. It it was yeah. London Bridge. He, it fell he all went the from, way down. He went from nose to what? <laughs> like. To like something that resembled a nose. To the side of his face. <laughs> Anthony's gonna be so confused right now because I'm sending these broken ass nose pictures in the fucking group. And uh, all you're gonna <laughs> see is John Cena's busted ass face to Mike Perry's busted ass face. Whatever. He's not on the podcast. It's his own fault. But, but on this car, uh, on this fight, I took Vincent. I think Anthony took Vincent. I think you took Mike Perry. And then we car. all won. We all won. We all though. fucking. We all fucking won. I don't give a shit what anybody says. We all, all won. All right. So we went from like this mad exciting fight and we'll probably dig more into well we will talk more about Mike Perry's nose in a second. I don't want to say dig. <laughs> it's probably the wrong words to use. Um 
but we'll talk more about that and just the toughness of platinum um yeah go platinum yo. but let's talk about boring ass fights right so we get rewarded mm. with this awesome fight and i only say this is a boring fight and you'll understand why i say it. so valentina shoshenko fights liz carmooch right this fight went all five rounds uh, I do believe unanimous decision, 50-45 for all three judges. Um, I think Anthony would have something to say about this. Uh, Valentina went 84-159, 42-115 for significant strikes, 1-for-1 one for takedowns. Carmooch, 132-191, significant strikes were 18-76, of 0-for-4 for, for takedowns. I'm going to be honest. The first two rounds of this fight sucked there are times where you could talk about engaging with a fighter or times mm-hmm. that you're trying to faint a fighter to engage with you liz carmooch did not do anything in this first two rounds she just she circled the cage she made valentina come to her but she legitimate was running from valentina the whole time and i get it right because shoshenko is one of the nastiest strikers yeah, on God's green earth, I will give her all of the all that noise. I one hundred percent believe that. But in the same token, Liz has already fought her once and kind of should have already known. Yeah, and won. She should have yeah. already understood like the game plan that they were going to try to throw at her. But it was like she just didn't want to engage at all in the first first few rounds, and she just kept. Backing away, backing away, backing away. And it got annoying. Like, for me as a fight fan, like, I could understand, like, the casual fight fan would have been like, dude, this chick sucks. I I did not understand what the hell was going on, on with Liz. Does that make sense? Like, I, I almost felt like watching this fight that it was... Valentina getting ready for her fight. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because it didn't seem like Liz was in it as what I know Liz to have done in the past. You know what I mean? So it almost just seemed like this was a, this was a sparring match. You know, like, not saying that it was that low, but you know what I mean? When you're trying to get somebody, but you want to fuck them up too bad because they have a match coming up. It's almost what it felt like with the way that she was engaging Valentina. Right. Like, I kind of want to, but I don't want to hurt you because you have a big match coming up. I want to make sure that you're there, but I don't want to hurt you. And that's why I was a little confused with it because I feel like Liz is a better fighter than that. I feel like those first two rounds, I agree, she didn't engage at all. Not to the levels of what I, anywhere I thought she was. I thought, I thought we would at least, if this makes sense, there's that little, like, standing, like, hopping thing that Valentina does when she gets ready to hit somebody. And the amount of times I saw them repositioning themselves and I saw that bounce, it annoyed me by the end. I usually find it endearing. It's like, oh, reposition bounce, reposition bounce, reposition bounce. Why the fuck are you, what, are you guys just going to dance this whole time? Right. right we can fucking right. see, are we going to see Mayweather fucking uh, uh, Pacquiao again? Cause I'm not about to watch that slow dance event all over. You so, know what I mean? So I was a little, con- I was a little concerned with the how do I explain the dedication to the fight maybe yeah so we've maybe never done it? this on the show before so we're gonna do this this will be the first time that we do this right 
But I want to mm-hmm. take you round by round, significant strikes, right? So in the first mm-hmm. round, we had uh, seven to four, um, Shoshenko to Karmuch. By the way, that's how we're going to break these down. We were 12 of seven for Shoshenko, okay? Round three, we were 11 and five, Shoshenko. Round four, six and no, Shoshenko. And then uh, round five, six and two. These are significant strikes that we're talking about here, by the way. This isn't yeah. like we're just throwing the throw. If you wanted to go total strikes, um, Shoshenko uh, had a total of 19 strikes in the third round. Liz Karmuch had a to- uh, to- total strikes of 43. But her significant strikes were five. If you guys want to just get an idea of like what that really means, five of her strikes were considered significant strikes. So hooks, kicks, um, no, no, no jabs, no like light punches, no feints. So it just, it just blew my mind to think that Liz was like, she just wasn't active in this fight like she should have been. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And I the- totally agree. Like I said, it just because of that not being as active, it just reminded me of when you would see good sparring videos. Yeah. When someone's getting ready for a fight where the other person is not engaging to the level of what someone could because they don't want to hurt the other person. And I don't want to sound yeah. like a, yeah, and I don't want to sound like a I, I don't mean that rudely. I don't mean that rudely. I just I know Karmuch to be more intense than what she showed. And that's, that's what I was it. thinking. It's just like Liz, we love you. We think you're an amazing fighter. You're the number three ranked woman in the in the in the flyweight. It's just we expected more from this, and I think if you get a shot to get the rubber match, I I would expect that you would have not only a better game plan, but you would be committed more to your strikes than what you were. Yeah. So with that being said, that kind of sums up one forty or 156 right yeah 156 sums up 156 uh fight night 156 um yeah mike and his nose i just i'm it's so crazy too the other thing i was thinking about too was that he didn't pull a cowboy like my man was just breathing out his mouth the whole time yeah and by the way oh my god i'm never gonna forgive cowboy for that Using blood as a lubricant, I've seen it done one other time. How weird it's is the that? Most, it's the most fucking gangster. It's <laughs> like literally, it's so infrequent for anybody to think about. But it's the most gangster fucking thing. And that's how you know someone's fought like legitimately outside of a fucking cage. I won't be the one that says it. I don't know if it's because of from Metro Detroit or what, and I fought. But that's when I when I see someone, there, I'm like, oh, they punched somebody outside of an octagon. Wasn't it because that's some, that's some straight street shit. I'm gonna be straight up. That's like some straight street shit. Like I'm not staying in this headlock. Fuck you. This <laughs> sounds fucked up. I mean, legitimately. It's like once I saw that, I went, "Dog, I have so much more fucking respect for Platinum Perry than I did yesterday." And I respected that motherfucker a lot. That's why I chose him to win that fight. So <laughs> I feel like <gasps> I feel like it was BJ Penn. He fought. I was Sean Shirk, and he. Busted him up and got him in a rear naked choke, and um, it was the lubricant because he like rubbed his forearm on his on his forehead or something, and then like wrapped the rear naked choke in, and it locked it down. Um, or was it Joe Stevenson? 
it might it was either Joe Stevenson or Jen's pulver, but he busted somebody open, took their blood in and put it in a rear naked choke, and then like walked off and licked his gloves. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. It was VJ Penn. I remember that. I remember that now because I was just looking the stuff up right when he said the lick that a glove is when the article that I was hoping to find came up. Was that Jen or was that Joe Stevenson? Maybe that would have been uh, Joe Stevenson. That was actually I just closed that article, but I will fucking tell you right now. Give me one second. Because Sean Shirk was the flying knee. Joe, uh, it can be tasty. Well, he's done that more than once, so you actually are right to think both. He's done that to Joe Stevenson, Sean Shirk, and Diego Sanchez. Yeah, I remember that. But one. those those are the three. That was that that one that I can't think of all of them. But yeah, he's just ridiculous. I did. I love it. So Gang. with that being said, yeah, gangs as it comes. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, guys, we do have some bills to pay. So we need to pay those bills. So we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody. Cliff here with Get to KO. And I really hope you love what you're listening to. So did you know that you can get paid for listening to this podcast? I know it sounds insane, but it's true. We just discovered it for ourselves. It's a free app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to this podcast. Here's how it works. You listen to the podcast, and you earn a PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin into a gift card at places like Starbucks and Amazon. Or, if you're a good person, you could donate that PodCoin to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. You download the app right now on iPhone or Android, and I will have a special code just for you. Simply just use our code, the KO, and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to us enough on there, you can get a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card on us. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast or virtually any podcast on PodCoin and, and sign up with the code, the KO. I swear, it'll change the way you listen to podcasts. And we're back. So... We got to get into talking about bare knuckle fighting. We're just going to talk about it really quick because one man got knocked out in the first round and retired. So starting from the bottom up, <laughs> Qu- you know, it, 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 it's like how it sounds. Uh, Quentin Henry defeated Bubba Marlboro via knockout round one, 155. Caleb Harris defeated Giovanna Vistant- Vistante uh, via knockout in the second round. Dale Sopia defeated uh, Juan Torres, unanimous decision, 49-46, 49-46, 48-47. Adam Pelero defeated uh, Josh Bordor uh, via knockout in the second round. Isaac Villan Flag defeated Melvin Gillard. Remember that, remember that name, Melvin Gillard? Via technical knockout because of a hand injury in the third round. Helen Peralta defeated Christine Farrow, unanimous decision, 48-47, 48-47, 48-45. She also won the women's uh, featherweight title, so congratulations to her. Congrats! Chase, <laughs> Chase Sherman uh, defeated uh, Arnold Adams via decision, 49-45, 49-45, 49-46. Won the, won the heavyweight title. And then we had this one. Jim Allers defeated uh, Leonard Garcia via knockout in the first round with a minute 38. Uh, yeah. 
those were fights. And I'm pretty sure it was Leonard Garcia got knocked out in the first round and then just, like, went to the press conference and retired. Just, like, right there on the spot. Use it by the way, guys. I'm, I'm done. Just walked away. Oh, yeah, the fight that got knocked out. Well, I mean, right after that, there was the whole conversation about um, on the internet, a lot of people, not just the internet, there's news articles like Australia, they had a couple more uh, more larger news articles talk about um, this fight and saying how um, fighting as a whole, that they're starting to get really worried about striking sports, about about, um how people are getting really, really, really fucking injured and they're really worried about someone dying. So I really am starting to get... The more and more buzz that gets, the more and more I get worried about what's going to happen with fighting. Well, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, we had a, we have two boxers die recently. Mm-hmm. We had an MMA fighter in the Philippines pass away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know what was it fucking Habib after the second because there was two Russian fighters I think it was that right wasn't it two Russian fighters yeah because I know Habib said he even said something about how he doesn't he didn't even know I think it was something to the effect of like he's not going to stay in this sport forever because he doesn't want to die right like <laughs> that's some shit <laughs> when the Eagles like yeah, I don't feel like dying I don't want to die oh what <laughs> no no we feel you bud we don't want yeah, you to I die either. I, I don't want you to fucking die neither, bro. Like, this isn't like the fucking. This isn't like back in the day when we had like the f- fighting pits and shit. That's an entirely different thing. If we watch a fighting pits, we know that someone's gonna die at the end. That's not what I would go watch the octagon. It's like the fighting pits light. <laughs> no one dies. Someone goes home. They both go home at the end of the day. Yes. This isn't. <laughs> That's how this I- isn't Rocky. This is a Rocky Four, okay? We don't have Ivan Drago out there with Apollo Creed. Dude, best, flat out best movie in the entire world. I don't give a shit what anybody says. It's the montage movie, and if you don't like Rocky Four, you're wrong. <laughs> it's flat out. That's just how I feel about Rocky Four. If you don't like it, you're wrong, and I'm sorry that your life sucks. Speaking of, speaking of Rocky Four, I did love the fact that this is going to go off track for a quick second, then we'll bring it back. Um, so for those who watch wrestling, um, AEW, All Elite Wrestling, has a, a show called Being the Elite. And they have a group called SoCal Uncensored who oh, just yeah. did the montage of Rocky IV. <laughs> that I thought was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I was, mm-hmm. I was so laughed about this. So we do have another fight coming up. I don't want to say we have another fight coming up because that just sounds like it's any ordinary. We have the fucking card of cards coming up Saturday. Yes. Can we dive into this? Can we really talk about this for a second? Because this is filled with nothing but amazement. Um, and oh, just oh, oh, hey, real quick, because I didn't put this in the group. Before we get into the card, did you hear about the news of the day about the person that got released today? No. Kat Zagano got released from the UFC today. Oh, no. Yep. She apparently it was um, she had a project that she wanted to do. And um, apparently it was like, you have you have to make a decision. And so it was a mutual decision for her to walk away. But she's not she's not done with fighting, but she's done with the UFC. 
Yeah. I, I happened to see that was part of my articles that I pulled up to discuss today. That's why I was like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I forget. I don't know if you saw that. So it was sudden too. It was literally just out of nowhere. She got released. So. Yeah, that's that's sad because I'm a huge fan yeah. of Kat. I like Kat. I think she's really good. Um, but I mean, Coker, <laughs> yeah. Scott, put your feelers out. Start getting your pen and paper ready. Making Bellator some contracts. Like shit. Hell yeah. Right. I love Cat back in Bellator. That should be so right. fun. Bellator, or I mean, fuck. I mean, put her. There's, there's. She's got options. There's bare knuckle fighting. Yeah. If, I don't know about that. She's got it. If, if this makes sense, um, because of the fact that part of her decision to walk away is the fact of her kid. Yeah, no, don't do bare knuckle bite. Don't do the bare knuckle. Like, oh, but you know, yeah, she can cool. do, um, she do, uh, CJJ, combat jiu-jitsu. Uh, you know, they had the yeah. Eddie, the yeah. Eddie tournament. Uh, she has happened. options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, got this good makes options sense. Too. It's much like how with the other podcasts we have with WWE, you know, with wrestling, how... WWE isn't the only option now. It's kind of what it is now with 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 uh, the world of spite. I mean, it never was just the UFC, but the UFC did what WWE did and kind of took over the world of MMA. And it's the only thing you fucking thought about. Well, no, that's not the only thing. There's more people are finding out that oh, actually, I really like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and if I go on the internet, I can find videos on that and just watch that, and I don't have to watch fucking Dana White. Right. So, because of inter- the internet and people figuring out that they like certain styles more and more, because people are getting more educated, especially because we're getting more and more fighters as commentators, so they're explaining to the fans what they like and what they don't like. Um, she's got so many options that she'll, I, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. I fir- firmly believe that she'll be fine. So better go go act in a movie. Go be in a movie. You can do it. Best of luck to you, Cat. We good luck, Cat. Miss you. We love you. Love you. So, now we're going to get into the serious business. Yes. Predicting yeah. this card. We also had a, a special guest predict this card as well. So, I'm very curious to see how she does. If you guys didn't know, or if you guys haven't known, uh, my daughter decided that she wanted to predict in the cards. So, I let her. <laughs> Just, <laughs> why not? <laughs> fuck it, why not? If you got a That's, problem with it, fuck you. She got a 50-50 shot. On all the fights. Hey, hey, dude, like I said, I hope she, I, I honestly hope she runs fucking shot on the entire card and puts us all to shame. I hope her entire thing is just like 100% accurate and we're all just looking at the group chat on Saturday like, bitch, no way. <laughs> I'm saying, motherfucker, if she goes, this little girl's a fucking genius. You better. If she goes, <laughs> if she goes 5 and 0. Oh, we the need to get next, more on there. The next episode of Get the KO will be the last episode of Get the KO. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, see, this is where you're doing this wrong. What we do is we let her predict another card. And if she runs roughshod on that once again, where she just blows away all of her predictions, then we go to Vegas with her. Because then it gives us an excuse to visit Steve. We get to put our predictions to the test against the big guys, and if not, it's a vacation. Hey, I, guess I, I say win win. I say win win. Win win. Our first fight of the night on the main card, right? We have Mr. Derek Brunson versus Ian Hijack. So, I let's see. 
we have to go through this right. Um, I believe this is Anthony's card. He chose Ian. Um, you have chosen Derek Brunson, correct? Yep. Yes, I have. I took Ian. And Kira took Ian as well. So, three and one. It would be interesting to see. Um, our next fight up, we have Gabriel uh, Benitez versus uh, Sodic Yusuf. Anthony took Sodic. You took yeah, Sodic. I yep. took Sodic. Kara took Gabriel. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you right now, if she runs this five and zero, oh, I'm 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 done. I'm just gonna put it down. We'll walk away from this. <laughs> um, See, that's how you know you, you you're not in the X Men. You're not in the X Men. Like the X Men no. baby tribe, as I am. I've always said, if I had an X Men baby, if you don't fucking think I'm gonna be like child, we're making money. <laughs> that's how. I saw you know you don't have that little bit of asshole in you enough just to be like, uh. So our thanks. next fight that we have up, right, is Yoel Romero versus uh, Paulo Co- uh, Costa. Um, Anthony decided he wanted to take. I thought you were going to botch that name up, and I was going to be like, really? <laughs> really? No. So Anthony took Costa. You took Romero. I yeah. took Romero. Kara took Romero. So you know who didn't take anyone in this fight usada because <laughs> they're <were> like <laughs> that is true hey, and, what's up anthony <laughs> and as you guys heard mr anthony a j luhan has joined us coming on the last I'm a peeps sorry i was late but hey you know i'm not missing this i mean hey, no you're good you're good you, you were doing intro. both things. You did the family. <laughs> you did the family thing, and now you're here to hear the last bit of the predictions for the main card. So, by the way, I love that. I love that your prediction clip with Usada winning this one. <laughs> Usada, Usada was like, you know what? We're not even taking a pick. We're just gonna sit out on this one. <laughs> yeah, right. We're gonna win. So, right. um, Anthony Pettis versus Nate Diaz. Anthony. Go ahead, give us who you predicted. See, then he goes away. (laughs) So, Anthony Pettis was chosen by Anthony. You took Anthony Pettis as well, Julie. Yes, I did. I read that one. I'm going to be straight up. This one was hard because as much as I love Nate Diaz, Pettis has been on a tear. I like Diaz, but I'm not stupid. I took Anthony Pettis as well. And in... Kira actually took Anthony Pettis. Then here, so I legitimately I had friends who hit me up and asked me about this, and then even in a UFC chat room that we're a part of, I uh, I was in there as well talking about this. So the one the big X factor for this whole thing is Nate Diaz's conditioning, right? Because Nate, yeah. we know Nate Diaz trains for like triathlons and Ironmans and all this other right. crazy shit just because he wants to. And then the one thing I, I really noticed, though, is that uh, Pettis' uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu game is better than Nate Diaz. And we know this yeah. because Nate Diaz got <sighs> beat by Benson Henderson, who lost to Anthony Pettis via Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu game and the Showtime kick, which, by the way, was the most amazing kick I've ever seen. Um, oh, right. But... Anthony Pettis' hands aren't nearly as good as Nate Diaz. 
However, his kick game is better than Nate Diaz. And I feel like that's the X factor right there. Pettis' X factor will be his kicking game and being able to kind of run the same game plan that um, Conor McGregor did where you just attack the oblique. And you right. just and the one thing about Pettis is that Pettis has a great he has great stamina and he'll be able to attack all three rounds on that oblique where Connor wasn't able to do the same thing. Connor was able to do it two rounds and then he got tired for two rounds and kinda of coasted the fifth. Pettis right. isn't gonna do that. He's just gonna attack and attack and attack. And I feel like that's what's really gonna lead to it. I mean, you have a great point as well, you know, in in his in his stand up, so that's why I was going with Pettis. I'm glad that we all chose Pettis because if we all lose, right, we got Nate Diaz. Hey, whatever. Back. <laughs> hey, if this makes sense with the like, I Anthony's been like Pettis has been hungry. Like, there's something like, I mean, think about that Ferguson fight. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I that fucking Tony Ferguson Anthony Pettis fight was amazing. They were like just smiling and punching each other in the face. It was fan fucking fantastic. I feel like because he's had that kind of like shit going for him and he's been doing it more recently than Nate. If we don't get Nate disrespectful Diaz, we're not, then Pettis is going to win. But if we get Nate disrespectful Diaz, I don't know. We might. Cause I'm hoping we watch that fucking slap today on Instagram. When they put that montage of the UFC of the Stockton slap or whatever the fuck it's called. (gasps) Bitch. (sighs) I just want to watch Nate Diaz bitch slap Anthony Pettis in the face and Anthony Pettis like kick Nate Diaz's head off. Right. Like I, I, and then I don't care what happens after that. I just need that to be a sequence because it's so disrespectful, man, when he does it. And it's so good. Like, cause there's nothing worse in a fight than getting pet slapped. Let it flat out. Like I, I'll take it. Punch you open, slap me. If you open palm, slap me in the face. Like during the middle of a fight, you pull out a demon that I don't even recognize out of myself. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I thought we were punching. You're gonna just make me feel like a bitch. Like, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. what it is. That's that little fucking mind game that he does. So if Nate does it right, I'll know. Will yeah. he be able to be disrespectful? Diaz and Kitchen is that a little bit? And what's Diaz brothers are really good about it. We haven't really heard like a lot of trash talk coming out of Diaz's camp, so I'm very curious to hear what is going to be coming through. I can't wait know, till right? weigh-ins. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I can't wait till weigh-ins. Well, no then. So we're gonna go up into the heavyweight matchup, right? This is a uh, Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Mikovic. What? Yeah, I fucking I slaughtered his name purposely. Oh, Miocic? Okay. Huh. No, Miocic. <laughs> I know I slaughtered it purposely because I wanted Julie to fucking get pissed off. No, I was just like, we literally just said his name like earlier. Where did the V come from? Like, <laughs> it's, it's silent, but I added I thought you were like, Daniel Cormier versus John Malkovich? What? Yep. Like, I actually want that matchup now. I want I Cyrus too. the virus I, versus DC. I fucking need that <laughs> tomorrow. So, by people predicting, right? Anthony took Stipe. You took Stipe. I yes. took DC. And Kira actually took Stipe as well. So. <laughs> now I really hope she wins. <laughs> Just because <laughs> it'd be hilarious. So, 
I, you know what's funny though is that as Kira and I were talking about it, um, so we actually made like a little video, quote unquote, where we were talking about different different things. But we broke down the fight, and uh, I told her I was like, "Yo, that is a great pick," and she was like, "Really? Why?" And I was like, "Stipe is the taller. He's the longer fighter. He's already fought DC. He lost. He got knocked out. He's had a whole lot of time to recover. Probably watched that fight maybe sixty, seventy times." Understood exactly right. what was going on, broke down the fight, covered up some of his holes that he had, especially when he's in a dirty boxing game and he has the clinch and he tends to drop that hand down because that's kind of what cost him last time. Yeah. Um, but sewed up that game. I was like, and I think DC really is going to have to rely on his wrestling to get it done. But Steve is a firefighter, man. Like, he's yeah, Steve can wrestle. He knows you. how yeah. he has that ability. Exactly. He has that cardio for being, a, because like you said, the firefighter. Right. I mean, you got to think about in order to be able, like I, my ex-brother-in-law um, went to, I mean, he stuck at the fucking written test and that's why he never passed being a firefighter 100, but he took, used to take, he used to do the test, but because of uh, test anxiety, he never passed the written, but the physical one, he would tell us about all of the stuff that you would have to do. And I've, you know, I when you think about all the amount of um, equipment and stuff that they have to carry, I, I think people discredit that a lot with Stipe. Like I would be the reason why I sold Stipe is because I'm gonna tell you right now. I think DC got lucky on that last fight. He got lucky that Stipe wasn't as ready as he should have been for DC. I think now that Stipe is ready for DC and he's gotten burned quite a lot by DC because of the fact that he won. That you're putting you're putting someone that's pretty much been given the middle finger for the last couple, you know, however long since DC took that belt. And now you're putting like a, a someone that's been riled up and riled up and riled up. Yeah. I, I want that funny. belt back. I want that fucking belt back. I want that belt back and I'm going to rip your head off. That's what I think is going to happen. I legitimately think Steve Miocic is going to rock in there and he's going to punch through DC's face and DC's not going to be ready for it. DC thinks he's ready for it. Cause he thinks he fought John Jones. It's a different. It's a different type of fighter. John Jones is a lanky son of a bitch. Got chicken legs. Stipe is a man, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't. He's like a dude. When you look at him, he's full, full out. I'm not saying like he chunky monkey or nothing like that. Like you know, but I'm saying like he's a man. And well, so like Stipe normally weighs in at like two forty five, two fifty. And he's Something like, like any six. He's what's close to six five, six six. He's tall, he's, and he's you're right. Two forty two. There you go. Two forty two is his usual his usual weight. So um, I'm sure he'll weigh in probably like two fifty, two fifty five. Yeah, I mean add that weight on. But he, you, you're right. And the thing is about him is that you know he he took the first L, and then he waited for the rest of the t- re- waited for everybody else to fight through. And I know DC made reference to it, but he was holding up the heavyweight division by waiting for his chance that he didn't want to get tested or anything. But whatever, man. The only the only thing I, I really hope, right, I really hope doesn't happen is that Stipe gets back in there and gets Ronda Rousey. You know, he waited a whole year to get into this, gets punched a couple times, and also he backs away and then gets eventually gets TKO'd. And then we're looking at the situation like, the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? Because we always talk about this where, like, some fighters just need that that cupcake fight, right, to get, their, get them going again and in the right direction. 
we saw it with Francis Nagano, you know, he got Curtis Blades, he knew he beat him once, he could beat him again, and he did, and he got on this tear again, whereas Stipe, you know, who knows, man, I know Stipe's lost before, but it wasn't something like this to where he lost to a guy who was coming from 205 up to heavyweight and finished him, so... I'm just I'm very curious to see how Stipe handles DC in the first first couple minutes. You know what I mean? Right. Well, like I said, I just I think that there was a lot of cockiness going into the idea that Stipe wasn't that good of a fighter. No, I don't, I just think that you had a key. Um. A very lucky outcome on a fight that might not be repeated on this one. And it's very, I'm sorry, very possible. It's like I said, I I like DC, and I'm going to put a major fucking caveat. Except when he does shit like what he was like he's been doing, holding this heavyweight belt. Oh, I'm the bitch. I'm the bitch. Bitch would have fought. Did you, oh, I, I fought all these people. Uh, oh, I this title's mine. You didn't fight the motherfucker that you lost it from. So I could give two shits less about you being a heavyweight title holder. Cause you, cause as much as you go on, well, I went back to John Jones. Well, you haven't really fucking won that many times against John Jones. So is it because when you get tested, you don't like to go back to that fighter? What, like, what is, what is it? Because you didn't run back to Stipe to prove to me that, that, that you, that belt is yours. What I saw was someone got lucky that they, that, the circumstances worked out the way that they did in that fight, and you caught Stipe in a a weakened moment. And then what you did is you ran your mouth after getting the belt, but still ch- chose not to fight him, which makes you in that moment look like a bitch. Because, and I've said this, about, I said this about Connor. Anybody that takes a belt but won't fight the fighter that had the belt originally to prove that they that belt is theirs, you bitch, you bitch in my mind, you straight bitch. Like, whether or not I respect you, it's a bitch move. It's a total bitch move. Talk shit on the internet. Go in the octagon then. Don't go on fucking Twitter. Who the fuck are you, Donald Trump? Don't go on Twitter. Go in the octagon and show that you can fucking do it. But DC would go on Twitter. And so, like, this, I think, is the other reason why I want CB to win. Because I just want him to be like, no, you got lucky. This is my belt. And grab it and walk. Hold the title up and be like, my division. So let's go like this, right? That's what I want. That's honestly what I want. So let's say Stipe wins this match, right? And it doesn't matter. KO, submission, decision. I don't care. I don't care how Stipe wins. Do you have the rubber match and go back with DC? Or do you look at John Jones and say, hey, why don't you step up to heavyweight and fight uh, fight Stipe? Like if you're um, Dana White, what okay. would you do? Yeah, yeah. Well, this, yeah, but I can't get my head that far up my ass to think like Dana White. So, you know, um, well, he handled that cyborg situation beautifully. Let's just, Oh yeah. But there. realistically she, she, that, that, that was so, that was such a fucking softball thing. Anyways, anybody in anybody in a management situation would have, if they were smart, would have handled it the same exact way. You don't, you don't let somebody, you don't, as a boss, you don't let one of your employees lie on you and do the shit that they did. And then be like, Oh yeah, no, it's fine. Like, video. There, is, there's got to be like I, I've I've had to fire friends of mine. I fired one of my friends on my birthday at, at an old job. Like, sorry, like this is my birthday present. I have to fire you, but you fucking suck. <laughs> like, sorry, but it's if that's just how that goes. But like, I think it. You're not like DC's DC's done after Stipe. He's made that clear. After this fight, he's done. 
So we'll get that out of there. That's how I look at it is if Sipe wins, we can just count DC out. Now, I think it all matters. I think it all depends on how he wins. I think if he wins in a way that is fucking devastating and makes it look like the way that John Jones has won over DC, DC makes it look like child's play. I don't know. I might want to see Stipe versus John Jones just just out of pure curiosity. Don't put a belt. I don't want nothing. I want nothing on the line. Nothing on the line. Tired of fucking divisions being held up by the, no. Nothing on the line. Just or it's John is jumping up. Someone changes the division because not doing this holding up nine hundred fucking divisions thing again. I already I've I've already got to deal with Henry Cejudo two belts and trying to fight the women. I'm I, I don't need any more craziness. Yes. That I don't need a, any more craziness. That is the most try, wild thing I've ever seen so far. He's tried to fight Amanda Nunes. Now he's on Valentina Shevchenko. Like, seriously, someone fuck Henry Cejudo because he needs to get laid. Okay? It's something. <laughs> like, somebody. He didn't get it, but he didn't get a Bella. Okay? So, somebody. Twin set. We got twin set out there. We got twin set MMA fans. We do have Anybody? two sisters that fight. We got, we got somebody. <laughs> yeah, but he's trying. I mean, he's already trying that one. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what the hell? But real, legitimately, I I don't know how. I I don't know how. Um, I could see I could see them running the John Jones fight with Stipe and holding up two divisions because Dana thinks it would make him money in a in a purely fight fan world i think if you if if stipe wins this fight like i said in a devastating fashion just for curiosity's sake do not put a title on the line but let the two punch each other in the face see i think i think that go ahead no go ahead anthony huh so let's let's put this john i'm I'm gonna real do it real quick i'm gonna put john jones uh going to heavyweight to rest that's not gonna happen Oh right. You you have you have Francis Nagano who just TKO'd Junior Dos Santos waiting for the winner. Mm-hmm. That's that's the next fight is yeah. Stipe versus it unfortunately this is what what, what it's gonna be. It's, it's gonna be Stipe versus Francis. Regardless of who wins this fight, DC is done. He has said it. If DC wins against Stipe, you have to put Stipe back in that title fight. Against Naganu, he's the only one that's beaten Naganu. Well, besides Derek, uh, Black Beast, uh, Lewis, but uh, yeah, but that fight. But and that and that that. <laughs> if, if, I mean, if it wasn't for his back, if his if his back doesn't go out, that might be a a knockout for Naganu because Derek would be trying to throw more kicks, try to get it more deeper in there. Instead, Derek threw his back out. And had to play, had to fight the uh, um, throw nine punches this fight, and he got a W. So no, unfortunately, it, uh, not unfortunately. I shouldn't say that. Uh, regardless of what happens with this fight, Stipe is gonna fight the next title fight, and it's probably gonna be against the Gunny. See, so I know I know John Jones has already gone out of his way to say that he's not going up to heavyweight because there's no reason for him to. Go up to heavyweight because he wants to be, you know, the legend of the 205 division, which by all means, I understand that too. I know there'd be a big money 
uh, presentation for him if he decided to go up to heavyweight to fight Stipe. I think with that, um, if DC loses to Stipe, I mean, you can obviously, I would obviously just go back to John Jones and be like, yo, man, you should fight Stipe. We'll throw you three mil plus whatever, you know, additional stuff that you want to throw in there. Um, but I, I do understand your, your, your argument about having Nagano in next to fight Stipe. If, well, if DC retires, when DC retires, obviously Stipe and Nagano could fight for the title. But my only issue with, uh, Nagano is that he's going to be afraid to fight Stipe. He's not going to want to get in there and battle. We because... thought this, we thought the same thing. Uh, his last fight, we did, what's, what's he going to be like after getting beat by Stipe and Derek Lewis? Well, he came out and knocked out Curtis Blades and JD and JDS. Yeah, but the problem the I think problem is though now. is that what we're, what we're really talking about is like he he was one he was afraid to fight Derek Derek Lewis. He was afraid to fight Derek Lewis because of what happened with Stipe. But we're talking about him going back to fight Stipe, right? And you could game plan for everything that you want, and you could be mentally, you could be physically set. You have the game plan, you know everything that's going to be going on, but the mental barrier that's going to be there is always going to be Stipe and, and Nagano's mind. And unless Nagano goes in there and just punches Stipe dead ass in his face right off the jump, like out there, touch gloves, punch him. You're not going to get over that barrier because you're always going to be like, if I do this, is he going to, is he going to hit me again like he did last time? And you're going to be scared to fight. So it's really one you, of those things. It's one of those things where I I would love to see this fight, but I know that if I saw John Jones fighting Stipe, Jones is going in there to be like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna lay down the hammer right away, and then we're gonna take this to the ground." If this makes sense, if this makes sense, I would say if this makes sense, I don't like the idea of John Jones and Stipe at all. Like really, like the more and more hearing everyone talk about it, I don't like the idea. Only because when we're talking about the Naganu thing, it makes the most sense for them to do it in the success- title succession. I think in a perfect fighting world, we have Stipe gets over his mental block with DC and rips the title out of DC hand. And then we have Naganu versus Stipe to see who is the better between the two of them because the mental block will be done. Right. It'll be, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I, I really am. I know I picked DC. Only because I think DC will take this to the, take this fight to the ground and just kind of grind on on Stipe. Um, but I I would love to see Stipe win. I'll put it out there, guys. Yes, I'm gonna pull an Anthony where I'm gonna go for Robbie Lawler, but I'm gonna pick Colby Covington. I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick DC, but I'm hoping that Stipe wins this fight. So now you can hear what I said. Um, but yeah, I mean that kind of sums up the card. Um, Anthony, I know that you just happened to look in the chat room. Who do you think had a worse nose, John Cena or uh, Mike Perry? Oh God! Um, Both those pictures were horrific. <laughs> it, it's they're they're definitely Mike Perry's got a worse nose. <laughs> 
I told you we would, we'd circle all the way back around us and we'd talk about this again. I'm telling you, that was one of the nastiest knees I've ever seen someone like eat and then just stand there with a broken nose and never blow, never blow out of his nose. Hmm. Cowboy. Just, just saying. Right. Fucking <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> PTSD from that. But, but that is the fight card. That is our predictions. Uh, hey, Anthony, at least now you understand why those pictures were in the fucking thing, though. The John Cena <laughs> versus Mike Perry. We were like, what the, I'm like, well, we, why what the it, fuck are we talking about John Cena? He does. Well, what it was is there was a whose nose was worse. So I pulled it up on Google and I put it in the in the group chat. And you can clearly see Mike Perry's fucking nose. It's what we're talking about. Fake wrestling. And John Cena's nose looked like that. Wrestling <laughs> is not fake. <laughs> it's real to me, damn it. That's so, right. Anthony, give your Lincoln love, man. I know there's something that you want to uh, say. Man, Lincoln love. Um, we're doing a podcast on August 14th. I'm going to wish my beautiful pregnant Air, uh, fiance, Aaron, happy birthday. She turns 26 today. Tomorrow, we are 33 weeks along this glorious journey of pregnancy. By the way, she is miserable and I'm loving it halfway because she bitches at me all the time. And I'm like, yeah, kick her in the cervix again. Yeah. Um, no, definitely just want to wish my beautiful fiance a happy birthday. That's going to be my Lincoln love. Um, I do want to bring out that, uh, 22 veterans die every day. And we want to bring out awareness. I just was on a Facebook post about something with Democrats. And I don't want to get involved with politics in this podcast. About Democrats and holy money. And somebody saying, well, veterans did did a job. It's like surgeons. Yes and no. Veterans did a job that they signed up for. And they went over and did so that they hold a, sp- a, a very, very special place in God's heart, I think. Um, all my battle buddies, please do not he- hesitate to reach out. Don't, uh, don't, don't hesitate to talk to us. We all three of us have PTBS, PTSD. All three of us here, and you don't have to be a veteran if you're having troubles and you want to talk about life if you just need someone to vent to cliff and julie and i all suffer from sort from some sort of ptsd and we all handle it our own ways but we're also talkers that's why we're doing a podcast so i just want to put out there that uh talk to us all all three of us because We'll talk your fucking ear off. And we'll let you talk our fucking ear off too. So don't be afraid to fucking reach out. Uh, besides that, if you want to catch me on Twitter after I get unblocked. Thanks a lot, Kobe fucking Covington. Um, fuck you, Kobe <laughs> Covington. Um, what? I will get back on. If you want to follow me, it's <laughs> it's a Luhan1985. Follow me on Instagram at Anthony Lujan 1985, and you can hit me up on Snapchat at a Lujan1985. Follow me, I follow you. Let's send some free stuff. And yes, Julie, I got blocked on fucking Twitter because I said I, I wish 
somebody break Kobe Covington's fucking knees with a baseball bat. Peter said, that's no. Oh, oh, oh they my God. banned him. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I have to go through some kind of sensitivity oh, training. Jesus. Like, okay, I'm uh, I'm gonna go in uh, my Jubaka spiel in a second, but I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna my say. Okay, so I'm gonna say this real quick. Social media, you piss me off. You can like let blatant racism, xenophobia, sexism, rape, and all that stuff. But man, you make a fucking joke, you get zucked all the time. What the fuck? Y'all need to get your motherfucking priorities straight. Y'all will let like straight up Nazi imagery up there. But man, if someone says I'm gonna punch you, you fucking ban them for a week. Y'all are dumb. Y'all are dumb as shit. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of social media, if you want to find me on there so I can complain more about it, um, Instagram, <laughs> add a little less Chewbacca. I'm at 91 pounds down now. So we're getting Yay. close to the 100 pound mark when I get there. I, I was going to throw a party and probably really not because really I'm just not taking the way people are anymore. <laughs> So I'll just be real. I'll have a party with you guys on the podcast and just talk about how awesome I am for that day. Y'all could be awesome with me for that day too. <laughs> so, but other than that, yeah. yeah. I'm, oh yeah, Twitter. A little less Chewbacca. I'm really bad at remembering. I have it. <laughs> I look at it. I just never tweet. And you guys can find me on all your favorite social media platforms: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, it, it is what it is. Discord, Reddit, PlayStation, uh, Avengers. I think it's the new Avengers mobile game. CM underscore Miller 85. Um, you guys can find me here on get the KO. You can also find me on nerds at the round table. And you can also find me on Frankensteiner attached to Franken culture. Um, we'll give you guys an update. Uh, we will not be recording an episode next week, so the week after that, we will have a new episode covering UFC 241, as okay. well as yeah. the next Fight Night card that comes on right after that, which I do believe that is UFC Fight Night 157 with Jessica Adrade, um fighting oh. on that card. Yep. That's right. That's a thing. Um, so we will get with you guys we'll even let you guys know what how we predicted and how we kind of made out in that fight i know we should probably have done that predictions discard but it's all right so guys with that being said go ahead and tell them bye anthony and julie bye <laughs> fight me first off because i didn't get to say that earlier and fuck you colby covington but 22 oh yeah you know what yeah fuck you colby covington yeah, fuck, fuck you, you, Kobe coming down. Fuck you for getting Anthony kicked off Twitter. Fuck you, Kobe. You suck. Free Lou. Put me back on Twitter. Free, Free Lou. Free Lou. Free Lou. Fuck Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking prick. Fuck and me. with that, guys, good night and good fight.